This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 34 of the Stacey June Show. Today is a self-centered Sunday episode, and I'm going to talk about how you can better advocate for yourself. Hope everyone is well or not well, like I've been, and resting in that not well. But I hope your spirits are are still bright in there somewhere because it can get pretty dark and gloomy at this time of year, especially if you're one of the early adapters, or no, the word is an adapter, one of the early uh, <laughs> receivers of a cold or a flu, and you're also going through the season change. It can be a little bit aggressive, to say the least. Um, but I hope that you're hanging in there and and evolving with our season transition. I think a lot of the time, like everything in our lives, we resist, we resist, we resist. And so much of the conversation around us at the moment is, it's so cold, how awful is it? It's so gloomy. It's winter. We know it comes every year. We know it is a part of the process. And we also know that if we actually surrender to it, it can be quite enjoyable and a really nice time to recuperate and rest. Some of us have longer winters than others, so I can understand but let's let's start complaining about winter when it's been going on for a couple of months, shall we? Uh, thank you so much for coming back uh, each and every week. I love doing the Self-Centered Sunday episodes. It's been such an interesting uh, transition for me to start really harnessing this style of um, – I guess, podcast, but also work. Um, I'm excited to hack into another another week of where I'm at in terms of a lesson or a thought or something that's sparking within me to share with you, to remind yourself to self-care, essentially. And that's what this podcast is all about, whatever is coming to me. And today, I want to talk about something I've worked really hard on for the last probably 12 months. And it sounds really simple, but that is how we can better advocate for ourselves. Now, if you're a bit like me and grew up as the fixer, I suppose, uh, the fixer role in the family and then continued to find that in a lot of your relationships, whether it's work, whether it's friendships, whether it's romantic, and really find it hard to put yourself first and, and center. And I don't necessarily think that we need to jump straight ahead to going from putting everybody in front of us uh to then putting us as the only person that you think about and that are, I suppose, consumed with or consumed by. Because at the end of the day, there's something really nice about offering a helping hand to our loved ones and making sure that we're engaged and we're invested in our relationships. But I do think there are a few little key things that have helped me start to better advocate for myself and lose, I guess, the anxiety that 
really builds in you if you can't find a voice in simple day-to-day things. And an example of that is making plans with friends. I've always found this quite difficult and I'm talking even with my very best friends. I find it sometimes hard or have in the past found it sometimes hard to even choose a day and a time that would be my preference in order to catch up. Or if somebody gives me the option and says, do you you want to do brunch or should we have a few cocktails and have dinner? I could sometimes stand there completely floored by that question and this is my best girlfriend or one of my best gays asking me this question and it's something they're my comfort zone they're my my home and even with those kinds of people I get riddled with choice and riddled with what my take is and how to express that so I know that's a deep way of looking at it but really I had a bit of a a, a, a bit of a moment at the beginning of last year where I realized that I was quite confident in my work. I'm quite opinionated and clearly spoken with my views. But when it came to my day-to-day life of saying what I needed and when I needed it with my loved ones and the, and the relationships that actually really counted, I found it incredibly difficult. And I realized that there were parts of my life that I felt quite confident in that made me assume that I had advocation for myself on lock. I negotiated really big deals. I was able to walk into ginormous meetings full of blokes and dominate them. And I was able to really kind of manage hard situations in other relationships, you know, whether it's past past relationships with ex-boyfriends or family dynamics. I kind of found my way navigating myself through the mud with that. But that's what I noticed. I I found it much easier to navigate through the mud. And when there were situations where I was open, I found it hard to necessarily put my my foot forward. So say back for this uh, example of choosing a brunch time, I uh, the space really kind of made it hard for me. It made me more anxious, and I I would have to really think about what I wanted as opposed to distracting myself from what other people wanted or how I could potentially help other people sort out what they wanted. And I'd realised that for a very long time I had been very consumed and very distracted, which is a really good word. I'm using that a lot lately. I think we distract ourselves with a lot of drama and a lot of bullshit because we are avoiding ourselves. And it was a way for me to avoid myself, just like Instagram can be a very big way to avoid yourself. And so I started to be really mindful about putting a time and a day that was purely suitable for me down with plans, social plans. This was the first point of call for me to advocate for myself differently. I mean, you know, I got so bad that it would get to a point where I, you know, Ben and I would go for dinner or we'd think about going for dinner and I would think in the back of my head, I'd really like to go out for dinner tonight, but I would never say I wanted to go out for dinner to Ben. I would ask him the question to say what, to figure out what he wanted first and then suss out what his reaction would be so I could control the situation completely so I would not even put my foot forward in case there was going to be any kind of uh, resistance to what I wanted. I tried to control every different scenario and I had no fucking idea I was doing it. So I have to really watch myself and I still have to because it's a habit. It's not something that I consciously chose to do. And so when I would call Ben and say maybe on a Friday night, I really feel like going out for dinner, I'll meet you after work. 
I would, I had to train myself to say those words instead of ringing him and saying, how is work? What do you feel? Are you kind of feeling up for going out or do you want to eat in or what's the vibe? Giving him absolutely no indication that I had this mood of wanting to, you know, get out of the house and stop working from home and put on some heels and go out for dinner. So it was those little moments. Once I started to realize that I found it difficult to make plans with friends, I started to notice more and more moments that I didn't advocate for myself at all. Now, when you advocate for yourself, that doesn't necessarily mean that you begin to expect everybody to do everything on your terms. It's really baseline. Basically, it's putting your foot forward, people put their foot forward, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's it. And then you continue to figure out what your next date or time would be, and they do the same, and you figure it out together. I think a lot of the time as well, we're very scared of some of our relationships and we're very scared of the fact that if we put our true preference forward, that the other person won't be as available or won't be around as much. And I know I had that issue with someone in particular, very close to me, that I would always make it very easy for them in every situation to the detriment of myself. The hard reality of these very small changes are that some people are in your life because you have made it quite easy for them. And in a process like this, as minor as it may feel, you do need to prepare yourself for the fact that you will also start to identify people and and I suppose their true their true intention of being in your life. And once you start to advocate for yourself a little bit more like, oh, that actually doesn't work for me, when maybe three months ago you were like, yeah, sure, come around now but actually you're tired and you don't want your front door to be a revolving door. So you start to say, no, actually tomorrow morning might be better. And then you start to notice that that person backs away. Ever so slightly, they don't feel like they have you when and how they always have. And it's really interesting to watch some relationships start to kind of take this this U-turn approach where all of a sudden, if you're not available and making life incredibly simple for them and incredibly easy for their agenda and them to advocate for themselves, that they aren't as frequently open to you anymore. That's a hard realisation to have. But I had no idea I had some people like that in my life. So without doing these small steps to advocate for myself, I would never have even known that some people were in my life conditionally. And look, we all have people that are the super tight people, your besties, your family, your kind of home group, your home base group that are going to be stable. And we know that we've got all kinds of people in our lives. Not everybody is always going to be perfection, but shouldn't we be aiming to have people in our lives that support this and really actually encourage us to advocate for ourselves? Because if we trust our relationships, then really they should be working on two people putting in. Now, look, there's plenty of times where that's not going to be the case. I'm not going to advocate for myself when my girlfriend's just gone through a breakup and I'm like, now's not a great time. I'm actually in the middle of doing a fake tan and I can't talk to you right now. There's perspective and that's just not the kind of person I am and that doesn't mean that you will become that person if you start to advocate for yourself in the slightest way. You won't all of a sudden become selfish and this is the really interesting thing about people like me and you if you're resonating with this. Just because you advocate for yourself does not mean it is selfish. It just means you're putting your foot forward. 
And it doesn't mean that the answer or the result of you putting your foot forward means you will get your way. But all it means is that you're just representing yourself and not under-representing yourself in life. It's so interesting. We speak so much about pay rises and work scenarios like this and making sure that you back for your worth in relationships. But we don't really speak about this day to day. There may be some advocation that you need to have for yourself in relationships that are locked in, like with your family, for example. Just because people are in your immediate family doesn't mean that they have an all access areas pass to your life at all times. And don't feel guilty about that if that's the way that a lot of the people around you run. Codependent relationships are codependent relationships. And whilst you may or may not be involved in some, fuck, I've been involved in many in my life and only even just started to realize what that even means. But it is interesting that you may make very small changes and start to realize a few things. It doesn't mean you have to change all the relationships, but just be mindful that other people aren't going to change their ways and therefore it's it's kind of not confronting, but it can small things can be quite obvious. Energy shifts can happen. And I say this with caution because or for you to have caution because I want you to be prepared for how also amazing it is for you to clear out junk. We all know that clearing out your wardrobe is one of the most fucking painful experiences you can do, which is why many of us don't ever fucking do it or cleaning out the pantry or moving house or doing things that really allow you to have a spring clean. But we all know that we feel so much better after it. So this isn't exactly a spring clean of your life. Let's not get too dramatic with it. But to simply have some advocacy for yourself in very small doses day to day, there's just the absolute most micro changes that you'll see in your life for the better. Might not be straight away, but stick with it and make sure that you notice potentially over the next few weeks, where and who you are particularly lacking advocacy for. There are those kinds of relationships where you stretch yourself more than others. Again, it doesn't mean you end them. It doesn't mean you back out. It doesn't mean that you close the door. All I'm saying is try having a conversation with yourself before you do any communication of what do I actually want? quit the bullshit, quit all the thoughts about every other scenario and thinking about everyone else. What do I want? And then kindly suggest it and press send. That's all I'm encouraging this week. It's very small. We started uh, our winter group coaching this week and I spoke to the girls uh, on the Thursday night in the Thursday night group about how we need to really not underestimate small habits and small changes. I think so much of self-help work can be done in such simplistic, easy ways, which often bites itself in the foot a little bit where a lot of people won't do it because they think that it won't change anything. Really micro little um, observations and action changes in your day-to-day life can really unlock a lot of just shit that's going on in your energy fields. So make sure you take this really seriously. 
and in a way that isn't to the point where it's going to be the make or break of things, but just that you actually notice it and do something about it because it is quite simple to do and it will be life-changing, I guarantee. Let me know if you've tried it and let me know if you've ever thought about it from this perspective. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you are watching it on this long weekend, a few of us have a long weekend across the country, let me know where you're watching, or sorry, listening to this episode. Please take a photo, share it on Instagram and tag self-centered. Sunday. I would love, love, love to see all of the different pod pics or whatever Osher Ginsburg calls it um, to see where you are watching. Is it a podsy? Podsy. Pods selfie. Yeah, right. Um, but your podcast pick of where you're listening to this. Uh, I hope that it's somewhere really romantic and you're having a beautiful day. It might not be on a Sunday. It might be any other day, but I hope you're touching base with yourself and having some new time and that this is a part of that process. If you love this show, please leave a rating and review. I saw a couple of you take that take my offer up this week. I really, really appreciate it. And as I've said, it really does help. These conversations and this podcast is and will remain free. It really just assists me in other ways for me to be able to keep running this as a business and also to make sure that um, that I'm creating that space and that openness for myself to continue to be able to share because that's really important too. So I thank you so much for supporting me and I hope that you have a great week. I can't wait for you to hear the new shows this week and I'll chat to you very soon. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. 